Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Ash has been working very hard on a new introduction song for us that she's going to uh, to sing now. So it's not <laughs> it's not finished yet. It's still kind of in like the uh, the working stages. But I thought it'd be good to guys for you guys to hear kind of where where she's headed kind of with our new intro, like our, our new theme music. So Ash. <laughs> I don't have any intro songs. Intro songs. <laughs> Introduction songs. Just sing, just sing that the one that you were. That was the farewell song. Make it a hello song instead of a farewell song. But I don't know how to turn your fucking phone off. <laughs> Sorry. But that that song goes. So long, farewell. And I don't know how to pronounce those, so I'm not gonna sing them out loud. <laughs> But I don't know the whatever language that is equivalent of saying hello. Hello, good day, welcome to our show. <laughs> it almost sounds like the the Beauty and the Beast with Belle walking through. Yeah. Good day, bonjour, 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 bonjour. See, this is your introduction song. <laughs> All right, guys, this is episode sixteen of This Is Marriage podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. And we appreciate your patience. We were supposed to have this recorded last night, but no, we didn't. We didn't. Alas, I went fishing, and by the time I got home from fishing, we just decided it was too late at night, and we had some Alaskan bush people to watch, mm-hmm. and some very cavalry to watch. We didn't watch that one really. Oh no, we didn't go back to that one, did we? We never finished it up. No. So we did not. Uh, we did not record like we thought we would. And tonight we've actually got to cut it pretty close, um, pretty short, because we have a teen mom that's recorded, and so we yeah. got to get this thing done and uplo- uploaded so we can get our, our teen mom on. Yeah. Yeah. The highlight of my week. Yeah, you know, she has me and she has this baby. and. But I see you two every day. Yeah, but teen mom is the highlight of your week. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if you said like the highlight of your Tuesday night. It's the highlight of my Tuesday night. Okay. All right. So um, today we are going to be talking about kids in tech. You know, it's back to school. A lot of you guys have kids who have gone back to school. Um, my child has gone back to school, but we haven't seen her since she's gone back to school. No. And we don't see her often on the weeknights during school season. <laughs> school season. <laughs> or like the, the school year. Anyways. In general. And so so that doesn't really impact us all that much. But uh, for those of you who have gone back to school or who have kids that have gone back to school, what we're going to talk about tonight is kind of a big deal, um, I think. And we're talking about kids and technology. Um and we'll we'll probably hit on a little bit on the the kids and social media part, but that I think should be its own. That's com- like going down own, the rabbit hole. Yeah, that's its own podcast. Yeah. Um, and so we posted a thing on our our Facebook page on the This Is Marriage Support Group, and we didn't really put up a lot of notice. So thank you for those of you who who saw that and you know contributed in such short notice because we were ill prepared per <laughs> usual, like always. Yeah, maybe one of these days we will. You know, decide a topic on Sunday and yeah. then post about it said Sunday so that you guys have a full day to give us your input before 
we record, but... Or God forbid we do it like a week in advance. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> That's asking a bit much. Well, Ash, before we get started talking about kids and technology, mm-hmm. do we have any news? Do you have any, any updates? Anything that we think people would give a shit about? About which people would give a shit? Um... It's like when you see run into someone and they're like, what's new? And you're like, uh... Not a goddamn thing. Yeah, I don't think we have any updates. Do you? Am no. Am I just forgetting things? No, I mean... It's like I go to work. Well, I don't work Mondays, but when you go to work after a long... What'd you do this weekend? It's like, uh... Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I, don't I went... Yeah, other than fishing, yeah, not much. Not much has changed. Yeah. I'm home with the baby all week. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Our uh, little daycare lady is on vacay with her family for this week, and so Porter's playing Mr. Mom full-time. Yeah, and it's fantastic. I mean, today's only been the first day, so I, I have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday left to go. Um, but if the rest of the week goes like this, then, yeah, it's it's been great. It was a good time. We hung out. We took a nap. Like it was, It's been a good day. So, yeah, I'm doing the, uh, the stay-at-home dad thing for, for a couple days. Yeah. It's good for you too. Yeah. Some male bonding. Yeah, we're like blowing up shit. We're like looking at pornography, like yeah. you know, going out to the bar and going fishing and hunting and stuff. So all you know, making your own beef jerky. Oh yeah, yeah. Shitting with the door open. Yeah. All kinds of <laughs> man stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We've literally never done any of those things. All right. Moving on here. Ash, do you want to kick us off? Like what we have a couple of questions a couple of topics that we wanted to to kind of address what did we have anything that came up like why how did we get on this topic where did this come from i think this was a listener suggested topic if i That's remember right. correctly. As michael had mentioned it in uh an earlier po- uh facebook thing right in the group mm-hmm. okay but it's something that we agreed with and we wanted to talk about it yeah so what are before we start Kind of going into it. What are your thoughts on kids and technology? Do you have like a see a belief system in place? When I before I had Wild, before I was a mom, and I'm sure many parents are like this. Before they have kids, they have an opinion. Before they have kids, and then they actually have kids, and then their opinions change. Um, Wild's still like way too young for me to really have experience with him and technology but before i had him i was very anti-technology like i and i don't know i guess when i say technology i mean strictly like tablets and like phones obviously i know there's like Fisher Price or like VTech or whatever that make like little, little kid things and there's like learning things. But as far as like phones and like tablets, whether they're like specifically for kids or not, like I was very anti technology. And but since having him and the busier he gets as he gets older, like especially changing him there's pretty much I will do anything to get him to just sit still for one second enough for me to put a diaper on him and so I will 
you know, hand him my phone. He like he's entranced by our phones and such. So I've never like downloaded an app or anything for him to play on. I've never like shown him or, how like, put put a movie on. Yeah. And let him just hold it and watch the show. Because that would last like five seconds. Right. Anyways, but I mean I guess I'm more understanding of the kits and technology thing, but I mean, where I stand right now with him being 10 months old, I still, you know, stand strong with my opinion of he's not getting a phone before I want to say like middle school would be what I think. Um, yeah. Cause Ellie got her phone at what? Seven. Yeah. Don't even get me fucking started <laughs> on that. Um, I don't. It's like it's too. He's too young for me to like say. Oh, when he's this age, maybe I'll do this. Or he's never getting a tablet. Like I understand that kids are. That's just kind of the social norm now. And yeah. I want him to understand how to use technology. And like I grew up learning to like play on the computer like even at school we had like computer lab time and i obviously want him to know how to use a computer and things like that but i don't want to necessarily just give him a device because he's being a pain in my ass or because i need some space like i don't well i don't want to like resort you don't want it to be a substitute for parenting yeah right and I think that that's one of the things that you and I have talked about even long before we had kids was about kid, you know, you and I were not, we're not like the strictest, but I think we do a pretty good job of not having phones at the dinner table when it's just you and I, right? Like we, even when it's just the two of us, we try not to have phones at the table. Yeah. And, and I guess the only, we'll do if we're talking about something and it's looking like, something up. yeah, we're looking something up that's directly relating to our conversation, but as far as just like scrolling through Instagram while we eat lunch yeah. or whatever, we usually are pretty good about that. Well, and we, what I was, and what I was going with that, and we made the point a long time ago before we had kids is that we won't allow our kids to have uh, phones or tablets at the dinner table. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like if not. we're, even if we're at a restaurant and we're with other adults and we're trying to, to talk and have a conversation, and I guess, you know, it's easy to say that now, but I think it's something that if we make a priority, you know, I just don't think that, you know, they that needs to happen at the dinner table. You know, the other thing, you've been really good about this. You're a lot better at this than I am. And I've gotten a lot better is um, in the car. Like when Ellie, for a while, like it was just the default. The second she hit the butt, her butt hit the seat in the car, it was asking for a phone. Oh, yeah. And, it and I would always give it up. I was like, yeah, here, fine. I don't care. Yeah. And it still bugs me, but it, I, I guess I just have to pick my battles, but. And I've gotten a lot better at saying no. And I think she's also doesn't ask nearly as often as she does. I mean, she asks a lot, but not nearly like she did. But it was one of those things that, and you made a good point of explaining it to her at that time was like, you need to pay attention to where we're going and, you know, be curious and look around, like look out the windows, um, you know, learn how to navigate and learn and pay attention to the world around you. You spend so much time if your face is just buried in your phone, you're not gonna to see the world around you. Yeah, I don't know what age I was, but 
I, probably third grade, I think, because that's when my grandma lived with us. Um, I remember when I first could navigate, there's like this, uh, I don't know, like on Fort Union, where like that McDonald's is on the Chevron by my dad's house. Yeah. On Fort Union Highland. I remember like the first time I was like able like from that area to be like, oh, I know how to get home from here. Like I yeah. thought it was the coolest thing ever that I could like I was learning to navigate and I knew where I was and things like that. And I still had a lot of years before I learned how to drive and needed to navigate or needed to use like that type of sense of direction. But I'm sure that helped why I'm like so good at directions. I'm so good at navigating today is because like I was constantly paying attention to things like that when I was little and kids don't get that when they're like you said, their nose is in their phone or their iPad or they have headphones on or whatever. No, I totally agree. And and that kind of leads me to another question that, that I had because we've read different things about this. And what do you think, Ash, about like, I wish we, we, we say this every episode, like, oh, we should really fucking prepare for this <laughs> so we actually have something to say instead of just our opinion. Yeah. But like using your phone with Wild, like if you're nursing or if you're, he's got a bottle and you're, you're putting him to sleep, like do you feel like there's any harm in you having your phone out and you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook while he's sitting with you or he's on your lap? Um, I try to make it a point to do it. I'll hold my phone behind his head so he can't look at it. And that's always been something ever since he was born that I was super self-conscious of is him looking at my phone because they say like, especially when babies are only a couple months old, like they shouldn't even be watching TV. Like it's not good for their development. Makes me kind of feel bad about the way I propped him up with like your boppy and just let him just watch TV for hours at a time. Big eye roll. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Insert eye roll. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, honestly, where he can't see it, the only harm that it's providing, or not providing, the only harm that it's doing to him is it's, it's, I don't know, it's not for him, it's for me, it's I'm missing out on that bonding time with him, and... Well, do you think there's harm in him looking up and seeing your face, like, completely, like, expressionless and kind of looking off at something else It's not him, like... I don't know, see, the thing... I feel like I've read that somewhere. I'm not trying to be, like, critical... I don't zone out the way you do and the way Ellie does. Yeah. I'm able to glance at something and then he'll, um, I can feel he's looking at me and so I'll, you know, pay attention to him. Or if I'm watching TV and he moves or does something, I pay attention to him. Like ever since I had him, I've not saying I don't ever use my phone in front of him, but I, that was one of my goals is, I wanted to be present in his life and I want to be able to see things that he's doing and I want to interact with him and I, I just wanted to be more present and he was kind of, and I wanted that before he was born, but he was kind of my driving force. And so yeah, it doesn't really matter what I'm doing. If he's doing something or, you know, I just kind of, I snap out of it like, Oh, I need to, this can wait. Like I need to be spending this time with him because I don't want to miss out on 
these times with him. So I feel like that should be a song. Like to me, that would be that would make like a great like rock song. Like you not wanting to miss out on just like a, a single moment. Like I'm gonna punch you today. Wouldn't that be a good one? Don't you think? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just saying. I think you should write that song. Anyway, I don't really want to get sued by arrows. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and I and I agree. You do a much better job with that than I do. Like Ellie and I are the same way. Like I zone out entirely. Like I may not be like even paying that much attention to what I'm looking at on my phone, and I do it when I read too. But I disappear. Like I'm I'm gone. I I cease to exist. Um to the world around me and and yeah that's a problem especially when I'm with the baby you know I'm supposed to be watching him or whatever and if I'm looking at my phone then I disappear and you know yeah, I, you're not, I don't have the ability to present. do both no I'm not present even a little bit yeah and that's what I was talking about the other day that's what worries me not only are you missing out on the things he's doing he could be going up the stairs and you would have no fucking idea because no. you're too busy scrolling on Instagram or whatever right so no, I totally agree with you, and you you mentioned that, and I, I think that's very fair criticism, and something that I I need to work on as well is is putting my phone down and just kind of being present. I think not only with the baby, I mean that's good practice, but just in life in general, I feel like it's so easy for me to get wrapped up in reading an article on Facebook or doing something, you know, like you said, scrolling through Instagram, and it's just like meaningless pictures and bullshit um, that I I definitely find that I'm not present nearly as much as I I should be. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that kind of like went a little bit off topic, but no, I think it was good. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about is a lot of uh, a lot of companies now are making like imitation phones or imitation tablets and and stuff for for babies, like at a very young age, like Fisher Price. Um. What do you feel like there's there's harm in giving a kid because we gave wild um, we bought him a TV remote because he's always saw us with the TV remotes and he's always trying to grab the TV remote from us. And you're not going to pry that bitch from my hands. (laughs) (laughs) And so we bought him this Fisher Price remote and it lights up and it sings and it plays songs and alphabet and numbers and stuff, but also does like channel up and channel down and like volume up and volume down. Yeah. Where do you feel like for wild, you know, and we'll just speak not, you know, in general terms, but at least for you specifically for wild, like where do you feel like you draw the line with those type of imitation toys? Like, do you feel like there's any harm in giving a kid a a pretend phone? There were pretend phones before there were smartphones. Right. No, I don't. There were toys that did this exact same thing that were out before tablets or the internet or smartphones were around so no so you don't you don't have any any hesitation to give wild like a fisher price no pretend smartphone uh well a smartphone or the remote because you made it sound like they're the no i'm saying we gave him the remote well i know but like going forward you know, like he's going to turn one here in a couple months. So like going forward, if he gets like a, someone goes out and buys him like a Fisher Price imitation um, smartphone, 
do you have any qualms with letting him play with that? Like, do you have any reservations about him having access to this little pretend smartphone? I mean, I would prefer him play with like a real phone, not because someone gave him a tiny little like zero month and up toy and all it had was like two buttons on it and a mirror and it was supposed to be a smartphone and one of them was like the sound of like you taking a selfie yeah and i just think it's stupid and i'd rather him like play with an actual like pretend phone and not like a pretend like selfie taker thing like okay so that's a different concern then as far as like the vanity aspect of him just looking at himself in the mirror and pretending to take pictures it's not even about the vanity it's just like this is a phone. I want you to learn what a phone does, not you use your phone to take selfies. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and so you feel like you'd rather him have a phone that actually does things so he can manipulate the screen or he can, you know, start to, to learn some of those like tactile things, you know, no, just like an old school, like phone, like that has the numbers on it. You push the buttons. Yeah. Okay. Even though it doesn't work. Well, baby, they make, like, Fisher-Price makes little phones. They're not smartphones. They're just, like, fake phones. Like, fake wireless phones. Is that what they're called? I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't cordless know. phones. <laughs> yeah, it's wireless cordless, same, yeah. same difference. I mean, if he's going to have, like, a phone, I would prefer it be that, not some fake little smartphone. Okay. Why? I don't know. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't want him... Having a real smartphone. Okay. I don't know. I don't have reason behind it. Okay. So, I mean, what what do you think is an appropriate age for a kid to have a tablet? See, and, and that's a good question. I don't know an appropriate age because on one hand, like, I feel like there are a lot of good things. And that's kind of why I kept asking you about the phone is because I was trying to figure out like what you liked or didn't like about certain models of the phone in, in, in my mind. Yeah. Hello. In my mind, um, I was thinking like, if you're going to have a kid, let a kid have a, have a phone, have access to the tablet. Like there's, I feel like there's like hand-eye coordination that comes along with being able to manipulate items on the screen, like that tactile, like holding something and using your finger to move things around. And that's why I thought you didn't like the idea of Wild having just that silly, like selfie phone that had just the mirror on it and made the clicking sound is because you wanted him to actually have that. And so that's kind of where I got confused. Um, and so I don't, I don't know. I think there are a lot of age appropriate things and there are a lot of good things about that but i think that the problem comes when it becomes a substitute parent like oh i've got shit to do here here's the tablet oh we're driving in the car and i don't want to talk to you or i don't want you to you know if you're not especially if you're on a road trip here's the tablet yeah oh we're at dinner we're trying to have a conversation and you're done with your food or you're being you know a child here's my phone just shut the fuck up see and i um, I guess I'm just old fashioned because, and I, I imagine like most of like our parents, that generation would be the same way where, cause my mom has made jokes like, oh, Wild's not playing video games. Like he's not going to be one of those kids that just gets sucked in and 
doesn't go outside and just plays video games. And then I'm sure she would or has made a stupid comment about like pretend phones or whatever because right. she I mean, it's not her generation. She didn't grow up right. with phones well, and, and i'm sure it's funny the way he sits on my lap already yeah and while i play xbox and he'll hold the controller and yeah and he already is starting to learn i mean not really learn but he manipulates the joysticks yeah and watches the the player online does different things mm-hmm. i don't know if he's seeing the correlation or not but i don't, I don't i'd be very think surprised so. yeah. i think he's just playing with it and then too much watching credit. it yeah but i mean i'm sure there's other people who are in you know that same age group where they think it's silly because it's not what they're used to and i not the way they grew up yeah and it like for me like it is the way i grew up in to a certain extent but i still would rather him grow up quote the old-fashioned way okay so for you and and i and i don't mean to turn the question back on you because i never answered it what for you when what age would you be comfortable with Wild having access to, even if it wasn't like his own tablet, but like you putting games on your on your iPad and handing it over to him for him to to start to mess around with it? Do you hear really yeah, snoring? Barely. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I said earlier, it's hard because he's so young to put like draw that line in the sand and be like, hey, you're not going to play on my phone or my tablet until you're five. Right. But, I mean, if he were to play on a tablet or a computer game or whatever, I would want it to be, like, a learning game. Right. So it's not just, like, him just staring mindlessly at... Like a movie? Yeah. I think movies are okay. Okay. But, I mean, like, in doses, you know, I don't want to just put him in front of the screen all day while I clean the house or while I go take a nap or do things that are cleaning the house was probably a bad <laughs> example, but you know, like, like you said, substituting for parenting, like, so if he were to, cause like ABC mouse, I'm sure you've heard of that. Like yeah. I've never like researched into that or looked up anything, but I'm like, Oh, I would be okay with him doing something like this because it's like proven teaching your child these things and i'm sure there's a lot of like like i just googled like vtech to look up like the tablets because i think all of those are like learning tablets yeah and i would be okay with it if it was and someone on our facebook page commented or wherever you put the poll yeah on the support group um using it as more of like a reward yeah and i like that i was gonna actually read his so it's kind of like as dessert like that you get rewarded like you eat all your dinner you can have dessert like you do all these things you can play on the computer for 15 minutes or you can like do your abc game or whatever it is so this is totally unrelated (laughs) (laughs) when you said that it reminded me of it i've read i read this article that said how using dessert as a reward for cleaning your plate leads to childhood obesity because then you correlate overeating with dessert and as a reward and it encourages you to eat more yeah. because you want the dessert as opposed to being like, and you and I are the same way, you know, we, we're kind of old school in this fashion of like, if you put it on your plate, like you're going to clean, you need to clean your plate in order to have dessert. Yeah. But 
Where, I, like, if you're too full to finish your food, then you're too yeah. full to eat more food. Right. And so what I've... I've actually read this thing that it that kind of mentality like encourages kids to like overeat because they want the dessert and so yeah. they will clean their plate even though they have they're already like actually full mm-hmm. and so they'll eat more than they they should be because they want the dessert and everybody makes you always have room for ice cream like yeah I don't think I've ever been so full where I'm like someone's like would you like a little bowl of ice cream I'll be like oh god no you've turned an ice cream at your well, it doesn't mean like, I'm too full for uh-huh. it just I'm trying to be somewhat responsible but doesn't mean that there's not room for it i can always shimmy around and like squeeze things around and make room for <laughs> ice cream but go, anyway it was just poop a little because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i can poop on demand well like, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna free up about 32 ounces here ew god <laughs> sorry that was a lot <laughs> yeah i know you poop a lot but damn <laughs> No, but what I mean is... You need to get a bigger toilet. <laughs> this one downstairs is awful. <laughs> Maybe don't poop down there. Or at least put a plunger down here. Anyway, <laughs> the the point... <laughs> the point, what I was trying to say, and this has nothing to do with anything, but just you mentioned that like yeah. as a reward, um, but that does encourage childhood obesity because then they, they start to make that correlation between overeating and con- you know cleaning off your plate yeah. and getting a dessert and getting a reward as opposed to being able to stay just like you're an adult you're like I'm full I'm going to push this food away from me mm-hmm. even if I know that I'm wasting it or you know save it for leftovers you have that you know you make that that determination for yourself whereas for kids when we're constantly say you can't have dessert until you clean your plate then they start to develop that mindset of, okay, I have to always eat till I'm very, very full or too full. Yeah. And then I'm going to continue eat sweets or eat dessert on top of that, as opposed to being like, I want to save room for dessert. So I'm going to push my plate away from me and save room for dessert, mm-hmm. even though there's still food left on my plate. I actually don't love the idea of dessert at all. Really? Mm-hmm. We just made a shitload of... I mean, you made a shitload of cookies yesterday. But, okay, a, a dessert and having dessert are different things. I don't like the idea of dessert being like a second course because it's not like we have like appetizer or whatever. I don't like that mentality where, okay, we finished our food. What's for dessert? Right. I don't like that. Why? I don't know. Like always or is this like a relatively new thing? No, I mean... Dessert was like a kind of like specialty thing. It wasn't like an everyday, like all the time. No. This isn't France. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't need to be France. Like I'm saying, like I grew up, we had ice cream in the fridge all the time. So it was never like a, uh, a big thing, like to have like a cup of ice cream after dinner. It was just always there. Yeah, it I wasn't like a once in a while, like, oh, this is a special treat. It I was like the status quo. And maybe like, because I've noticed like that. Because Ellie, after every meal, what's for dessert? I'm like, yeah. who says we're fucking having dessert? Like, <laughs> like everybody except you. <laughs> I just, I think it promotes like unhealthy habits. Yeah. Like I love sweets, don't get me wrong, but do I need to eat them after dinner every single day? No, like yeah. if I want to, like, not have well, a lot diabetes. of people do like a cup of coffee after dinner, which I always thought was, or a cup of coffee, 
like yeah. after dessert or whatever. Okay. Well, that's something we can think about is, you know, why, you know, should we or should we not have? Well, I'm not saying like never. I'm like, there was, there's plenty of nights growing up or even like, especially like when we went to like, when we go to dinner at my mom's, like she has a big sweet tooth as well. And so there would be like a Sunday dinner. We would yeah. have dessert and like. I think, yeah, Sunday dinner, like, sure, we can have dessert. Right. But every single day after dinner, I just... No, and, and I, I agree, and I, I think that's like excessive. Um, and, like, as you can tell, like, have we ever eaten dinner at my dad's when he doesn't be, like, break out the cookies or no. some type of ice cream or ice cream sandwich or, you know, some yeah. some type of goodie? And I just... I don't know. I'm the really bad example of it, but I guess kind of coinciding with we're talking about kids and their habits i just i don't want wild growing up eating a lot of junk food and right. i would prefer him to grow up and be like oh let's have like a cup of fruit and you know that can that's sweet that type of thing would be like a sweet treat like oh I have a sweet tooth. Let's have some peanut butter and some apples or something like. Right. I don't want him to grow up constantly, constantly eating sweets and sugar and processed shit. And so that's all he wants. And right. I'm really bad at that because I absolutely <laughs> love dessert and cookies and ice cream and everything. But no, but I think you do a very good job of you know maintaining what we keep in the house. It's not like you're baking cakes and brownies and cookies and shit. We don't buy junk food really no. i mean we buy a little bit of ice cream once in a while and chips once in a while yeah but it's not like we keep that you know as a staple on hand all the time so anyway yeah so sorry <laughs> for the sidetrack there a little little short 20 minute diversion i don't even remember what the fuck we're even talking about where were we what were even what is this podcast what are we doing <laughs> i don't know who who Who's even still listening to this? <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people. Because every yeah. every time we say our two listeners, we get like a barrage of people being yeah. like, "Hey, man, I listen." All kinds of hate mail. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was weird when someone shipped that dead horse to you. That was what the? F how did? What is in your brain when you come up with these <laughs> weird jokes? It's, it's from The Godfather. I've oh. never seen that movie, but there's like I've a, never seen. There's movie a famous either, scene obviously. where like. He comes into bed and pulls back the curtains. Like his prize racehorse is like his head. Oh. The, the, cut off, the head was cut off. Okay, that makes more sense. And was in the bed at of least this. from something. <laughs> yeah, I thought you just no, pulled that, that out of your ass. <laughs> I thought you pulled that dead horse out of your ass. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to see me pull a dead horse out of my ass? <laughs> you all know I'd prefer you pull a live horse out of your ass because then I could ride it. Atlanta. All right. So um, kids and technology. And I don't. Phones and I stuff. don't have an age. Okay. But. As far as, like, I don't necessarily want to go out. I don't see myself going out between now and the next five years and, like, right. physically buying him a tablet. So, um, going to Facebook, because Chris made a good point. You you put it at five, and this is what he said about his seven-year-old, and I think this, this makes sense. He says, we limit our seven-year-old's access and time spent on devices. We treat it as a reward for reading in 20-minute increments. We also limit the apps on the devices so there is no access to social media, limited YouTube access, 
and mostly younger kid games. As far as determining the line, that was the hard part. We just had to sit down and discuss where we thought the limit should be and try to find a middle ground. I'm a gamer at heart, so tech is very much a part of my daily life. Um, and see, it's in, Go ahead. See, and I like all of what he said because limiting it kind of, that's where I got it from, like making it like a fun activity, like a reward, like almost like treating it like a playtime, like, um, you know, you, you do what you need to do and then you can play on your tablet or right. whatever. And, um, age appropriate games or apps or whatever. And then limiting access. I think my biggest beef with like kids and technology is these parents that don't give a shit or don't know any better. And they're like, okay, here's an iPhone. You said you wanted an iPhone, so I got you an iPhone. Yeah. Cool. You're, Unrestricted. You're just giving this child yeah. complete access to everything on the internet. Now, and in all fairness, like when Ellie got hers, so this is what he was saying is at seven years old, and when she got hers, it's about seven, but it didn't have any apps on it. You know, it was strictly um, to call or, you know, to text. And as a as a parent whose kid doesn't live with them full time, I I loved that she had it. Like I was very resistant to it, but I, eventually, I you know almost immediately, rather, I grew to love the fact that she had it because then she could text me on her own, and so I didn't have to necessarily go through her mom every time I wanted to talk to her. And so, I feel that that was a good middle ground. But I also think, and I agree with you that I think it was way early. I think it was too early for her, um, but. She had games on it. She had some movies on it, but it was very, very restricted. She didn't have internet on it, you know, or access to to apps or social media and stuff. It was just the games her mom downloaded or the movies her mom put on it and nothing else. And I remember her mom saying the biggest reason for her getting her phone so early is so that she could leave her home alone and have a way to get hold of her. Yeah. And my thought was, why don't you put a $20 a month house phone in right and there you go problem solved yeah home phone yeah and that would you know absolutely solve that problem but because so. otherwise like she's playing games not like learning games nothing right. like that literally whatever she wants like angry bird or whatever stupid ass kids games are out there but angry birds is not a stupid ass i didn't categorize angry birds in the stupid kids category okay well i just wanted to <laughs> i said angry birds and then okay all right i just want to whatever classify those stupid kid game are yeah kids like minecraft I which know. i guess if you if you think about it i'm sure minecraft could be considered an educational game because you have to build and do math and i didn't say minecraft I'm no i was about... i said minecraft yeah and so then i was like re i was editing censoring myself but I was retracting that. Because otherwise, like, I just didn't understand the point of the phone. She yeah. never had it. She never answered it. And so I'm kind of like, what the fuck did you get her a phone for? And yeah, I know she uses it as, a, as an alarm. And so her mom goes to work, I guess, quite early. And so it's helped her, I guess, in that case, be independent because she can text her or call her in the mornings to get her up from school because by the time she has to get up from school, her mom is already at work. I guess I'm just like playing the no excuses thing here because yeah. I'm like, oh, 
buy a ten dollar alarm right. clock. Oh, she needs to call her, call the house phone. Yeah. Like put a cordless phone in her room or whatever. Right. Like No, I, I agree. Um now Kyle, who I've always kind of held in, in pretty high regard as a mom, I thought her her statement was telling on Facebook. She just says that she regrets introducing her son to technology as early as um they did. Was she put when she got Timothy a tablet? No, she didn't put the age. But how old is Timothy now? Like six? six? Yeah, and I know he's had it for, I would say, at least a year or two. Yeah, I don't I feel like. I don't know when. Yeah. Um. But she says that at times it's convenient for me to plant him on the couch with his tablet while I get stuff done around the house. I still wish I wouldn't have. I want him to be tech savvy. And know how to use it, but I wish I would have waited. And now we are learning he needs way more regulations than I thought. And I thought I was being pretty strict. And she is pretty strict. Like Kyle is, uh, I would say, a pretty strict mom. Um, side yeah, note. Yeah, you bitch. Yeah, she's such an asshole. Total bitch. God, Kyle, I'm glad I'm not your kid. <laughs> I enjoy freedom. Um, side note, he doesn't have any kind of social media and I don't know when we will in what she said he was four. I just texted her. Oh, so two years. So we were right. Yeah. Yeah. Go us. That's so weird that you could just like, I don't think I have anybody in my phone that I could text <laughs> right now and get a response Me? that quickly. Hello. Me. But you're right here. I wouldn't text you. Okay. Um, Anybody here who's not sitting with me and talking on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, she just said, it makes me scared thinking about ever introducing him to the toxic things that happen on social media, the cyberbullying, politics, corruption, etc., etc., etc. She didn't say it three times. <laughs> I would hope she not. She just did it once. And that's that's another thing that we know we'll talk about later is social media because that's a shit show. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. So four years old, would you give your kid, your your kid, because he's not our kid, would you give Wild a tablet at four? I don't know. Like, it, it's hard for me to no, say. I mean, no, we're not passing judgment on Kyle for being a shitty mom, but would you? <laughs> well, when I said, I would say, I said five, just like throwing a number out there and guesstimating. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's hard. It's easy to be critical when you're not in like the situation. Not saying that I'm critical, but I'm like it's hard to put myself in the situation when I have a almost one year old. Like yeah. it's it It doesn't really register. I, it doesn't yeah, really make sense. I can't and we don't know where he's gonna be in three years, like what technology is gonna look like. Yeah, exactly. In three years. I mean, he may not even go to like preschool, we'll just throw some like AI, you know, um some virtual reality goggles on him and a headset and <laughs> He'll attend a virtual reality school <laughs> or use like his, uh, what's the uh, enhanced reality or the, I don't know, augmented reality. Yeah. Yeah. AR augmented reality. So he'll be, you know, <sighs> the fuck was that? It's your laptop. Turn all your shit off. Oh, Ashley commented just now. Let's see what Ashley said. Um... <laughs> She said her son had a secret Facebook account, and it's the closest I've ever come to beating his ass. Social media is super scary for little kids. Super scary for anyone. Yeah. My sister-in-law, she's 10, is currently the victim in a federal case involving a pedophile. Oh, Fuck. my God. 
they met on a game that had a social media aspect to it. And that's one of the things that terrifies me about the game. Some of the games that Ellie plays is because they do interact with socially. Like they have a chat window open while they play. And so they can sit there and type in chat. So they're playing this like super harmless game, but then they have this chat going on at the same time. And that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So, wow, Ashley, thanks for sharing. Um, yeah, social media is, I feel like it's just, can be an extremely dangerous, dangerous thing. Like, I know... Which people, I don't think people even realize, people don't realize the capabilities that people have on the internet, or social media, or anything. They look at, like, oh, my kid's just watching harmless cat videos on YouTube, and then if you don't have your privacy settings turned on you click and click and click and you go down that wormhole and then all of a sudden you accidentally click on a video that has a super harmless title that's some really fucked up shit yeah or well and remember and talking about like the things that we share that you know and you don't want to get too paranoid i you know i i struggle with where to draw the line with this but we read this thing together when we were talking about this before school started is like you know, you post a picture of your kid online, like, oh my God, it's their first day of school. I'm so excited for them. Here's what my kid looks like. They're going to this school. And then all of a sudden, you know, and you, you have these people on your friends list that you may not know. Like I was thinking about this with Ellie, like with the things that I've shared about Ellie are wild. Someone could go, you know, if they knew where her school was, they could go to her school and be like, or even someone who listens to this fucking podcast. With the thing, the intimate details that we share, you know, and someone could go to school and say, "Hey, your dad Porter and your stepmom Ashley are with your brother Wild, and they want me to pick you up." Schools are way too strict. For no, that. I, I'm no, but I'm just saying, like, with the amount of information that's out there, and then take you to swimming practice because they know she's a swimmer. You know, they know all these things about her and her activities that it would not be hard, I think, to convince a kid that you're a family friend because how else would you know? that your kid does all these activities and their siblings' names, mm -hmm. what she looks like, you know. Yeah. And that's terrifying to think some some fucking guy could find her and know this much about her. I just want to bitch slap all the parents. And if you're one of these parents that's listening, I'm giving you a virtual bitch slap. <laughs> so there was like 18 billion first day of school pictures. And it's like, oh, little Tommy's so grown up. First day of second grade, grade in Mrs. K's class, and then you fucking tag. Oh, the location. Whatever elementary school. Yeah, check in at the school. Okay, cool. Thanks, Pamela. I'm gonna go fucking snatch up your kid because I know exactly what grade he's in, exactly where his school is, exactly what he looks like, what his name is. Like, not saying you can go to the school and physically take them but if your kid walks home from school and mr and mrs fucking creephead is sitting watching your kid walk home from school knows what they wore yeah yeah that's and and you know it's one of those things like you could drive you to being completely shut off from social media and we're, we're kind of a long departure from where we started this this show but uh you know a complete you know paranoid conspiracy theorist person who doesn't post anything at all about themselves or their kids online 
you know, but may, and maybe that's the way that you got to live your life. Maybe that's the way that you got to do to keep people safe because the alternative is I'm just going to share and hope that I, you know, do a good job of limiting who has access to my um, information, limiting who sees my posts. But then, you know, we have like the podcast where we don't, we can't limit this. We put it out into the world and anybody could listen to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess as parents then thinking of technology is, is kind of that line, idea of like, where do you draw the line between what you choose to share with your family and friends and what, how do you know what to keep to yourself? Yeah. I don't know if there's, cause a- we post a shitload of pictures of wild on online constantly, but Yeah. Which I'm not saying like that's good or bad, but I'm not posting where he goes to daycare. Right. I'm not. I make it a point if we're somewhere, I won't post a photo until after we've left. Right. Even if I tag it, I won't. I don't care about tagging it after we're not there because. I don't care if someone knows that we went that we went there, but I will never check in at Lagoon with all of us while we're there. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that, but I'm glad that you're you're thinking that because that's that's really smart. Um, and not just for kids. Like, if you're like a fucking thing's gonna die. With, um, like, cute girls, like, of any age, you know, these girls, you know, they're taking a selfie or they're on Snapchat and they have their location turned on or they're geotagging where they're at coffee or they're at this concert and it's yeah. like, oh, this dude who's been, or girl, you know, been stalking you on your Instagram. It's like, well, I'm going to go start stalking you in real life now right yeah especially if you know you're, you're doing like a live video a lot of yeah a lot of the kids do live feedback or live facebook or live instagram videos yeah um anyways that got way that got that dark well it just got way like off track yeah you me off track this what? is um it's we were talking about this and then porter found this online and tagged me in it it's kind of long but i'm just gonna hurry and go through it um, a guy sends you a friend request. You don't know him, but he's got a cute profile, so you accept it. It's your baby girl's first day of school. Blah, blah, blah. You post a picture. You're so excited that you check in to school on Facebook saying, I can't believe how big she is. Meanwhile, mystery guy whose friend request, friend request you accepted this morning is saving your picture. Um... And texting it to 60 other men across the world with the caption, American female, age five, blah, 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 $5,000. So now you provided a picture of your little girl to a child trafficker. And you've handed him the name and exact location of her school on a silver cyber platter. Blah, blah, blah. You get the gist of it. Yeah. But it's something that people don't think about or don't want to think about and i'm not saying we need to be like paranoid freaks but you just need to be educated i guess yeah 
don't fucking tag it where your kid goes to school. Yeah. Don't. Don't yeah. do it. Take that shit down. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so yeah, kids and technology. I don't think we actually uh we, we answered this. I think it's obviously it's it's entirely subjective and we'll maybe we'll we'll revisit this when we've actually done some research as far as like what actual like doctors and you know, psychologists say like is harmful for kids, like the amount of screen time. Yeah. That's good or bad. Well you never like gave an opinion. Yeah, I don't know. Um I think there's pros and cons to it. I think that like I mentioned before, I think that it's good for kids to I think that as they move objects around, like even something as, as kind of lame as like Fruit Ninja, but I think that there's hand-eye coordination that's developed by by doing those things, you know, that you kind of can develop some of those tactile things. Um, but I... My, like, objective to that, to that is, I'm like, there are other games that are not digital that you can get that same that you're still doing hand-eye coordination. Right. You're still learning hand-eye coordination with, like... But not necessarily, like, in the car while you're driving somewhere that they can do by themselves. Well, there's tons of little games where you're trying to, like, put the blocks in or do... I don't know. That's... The blocks in? Like, the holes, and you have oh, the triangle yeah. and the square, and you have to... Yeah. Like, there's other things out there that teach hand-eye coordination. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So... Okay. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Well, stop. Just fucking agree with everything I say. Um, so there's that. But I, I also think that, you know, kind of just mindless, just sitting as, you know, like your kid just plays on something, I think can be a bad thing. I think that there's are there are games where they build things and where they have to solve puzzles or solve problems that, solve, you know, create like critical thinking skills. Um, and I think that's one of the things like with video games that a lot of, Parents don't um, don't see the value in video games because they're like me. Like if, if you just play Call of Duty like I do, like all you do is walk around killing people. Like I don't really see any value for kids in those types of games. But there are games like Tomb Raider is just one off the top of my head or, or others. Like we you know I play the Lego games, right? Yeah. With the Lego games, they have a lot of things where you have to build things and solve problems and do things that you know there might be more than one option to do or more than one answer um it doesn't just force you to go along a path and it make all the decisions for you and i think those types of games can be extremely beneficial for kids you know to have to see this problem and critical think how to how to fix it or how to answer it yeah i agree with that i i do see benefit in some aspects um but i also can see you know, cons as far as kids just becoming zombies and, you know, I feel like an old person saying this, but, you know, sitting, spending hours, and this applies to TV as well, but sitting and spending hours doing nothing but mindlessly watching shows. Um, how old was Ellie when she got her first tablet? I say her first because she has two. Yeah. At least. She might have three, who fucking knows. iPads, not just tablets. Well, I don't think she has anything other, like, okay. Uh, I was saying, I was just specifying that they're not, like, the kid tablets, like, they're iPads. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, That's a good question. I don't know. I don't remember. She had it before her phone. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the first one I got, I got from Darren and Tara. And it wasn't like hers, but yeah. So maybe five or six. Right. Yeah. Probably probably about five, five, six, I think. Yeah. Um so going forward with Wild, since you've already had a kid and you've gone through you've gone down this road already, would you let him have an iPad at five or six? I don't think I would let him like it be his. But I, I think kind of like what you know what Chris was saying, I think that it could be, I think I would use it as a, as a reward structure as opposed to just carte blanche. Like here's the iPad, just entertain yourself. Um, but at that age, you know, maybe like, you know, cause there's not a whole lot at five or six years old that they can do to earn stuff, you know, like there's going to be very little, little things that they can do and chores to help out and things like that. And then you put a timer on and be like, okay, here's 30 minutes or 20 minutes and you have these games that they can play and that's all they have access to. Yeah. Because I do I do think in a lot of ways you know um like these kids are digital natives and in, in that they are going to have access to those things hopefully. I mean even at school. Like I I imagine with the way things are going wild by the time he's in kindergarten we'll use a tablet at school at, in kindergarten. Like I would be very surprised if he gets to kindergarten and doesn't have access to a computer or a, or an iPad at school. You know, from kindergarten, first, second grade, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would be very, very surprised. And so, you know, then you think, okay, well, if they're already having access to it at school, then maybe I don't want them to have it at home because they need to have a break. Like it shouldn't be so pervasive through every minute of their day. Yeah. That, okay, you use it all day at school. When you come home, you don't get it. You don't have access to it. Yeah. Well, and I'm another way I'm old fashioned. Like, people keep, like, people who are for kids having technology are saying their argument is, well, like, they're a digital age. They need to learn these things. They need to be on par with their peers. But at the same time, like, I grew up and I was in, I don't know what age I was, but when the internet came out and I didn't have the internet at home. I didn't have, we had one computer, which I don't even know why my dad even had it. Cause he, no one used it. There was like one game that I would play like very rarely on it. But like, I was like just one of the kids who didn't have a computer or like the internet. And so I'm like, I'm not going to go jump out or run off and buy him an a iPad just because, like, all his friends have iPads or whatever. No, and I, I think that makes sense. I don't think that just because everybody else does that he should have one either. Um, but I do, I do think that as schools, you know, and I mentioned this earlier, as schools become more and more digital and go that route, that the expectation will be that he comes into to school with a very with a the minimum bar to entry is going to be higher than it was for for us you know like 
I noticed even, you know, when I was teaching at junior high or high school, and by that point, you know, most of the kids have had access to the internet and had access to computers for many, many years. But there was always a big difference in the quality of the work that when it was, you know, had to be done on a computer, that those kids who had access to computers at home or had access, had been on it earlier, um, the quality of the work that they turned in versus kids who didn't, you know? Yeah. And so then it becomes not just like a matter of like keeping up with the Joneses or because, oh, and I don't like that bullshit excuse of like, well, all my friends do, so then I should have it. Yeah. But if the bar, you know, the, the, to just to get in, just to start playing with, you know, just, well, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say here is, um, if the, the minimum expectation is such that he can't meet, meet that without having access to digi- to stuff at home, then he's going to start falling behind academically as well as socially. Does that make sense? Yeah. I well, fucked that up. Like that did not, <laughs> that did not come out smooth at all. But and I don't have a problem with him <clears throat> playing learning games and learning how to do things on the computer. I would prefer him play on the computer as long as it's an age appropriate learning game rather than on a tablet. Why? Like no. what, what's the difference to you? Just, just, I'm not being critical. I'm just asking what the difference is. I don't know. I don't have like a good, just, it just is. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That makes, I mean, that works. But, you know, I, I do think. I mean, I want him to be able to. I'd rather him learn how to navigate a computer and a keyboard than just swipe his finger around a screen. Right. Because that's not. He's not learning anything from that. I mean, by five, he's going to have hand eye coordination. By the time he gets in, goes to kindergarten, he's going to have hand eye coordination. It's not like he needs to do things with his finger to learn that like he's already going to have that so i would prefer him learn the keyboard and learn to type and learn to use the mouse yeah no that's fair rather than play a a video game on a computer i mean on a tablet okay and i and i can get behind that i agree with you i can see see your logic now as far as why you prefer one over the other yeah no that makes sense and it's like I feel like when, when kids have tablets, they're like slumped over on the couch or slumped over on the floor, whereas like a computer, you're at a desk, it's, you're in an environment suitable for learning, not just like, I'm going to go lay on the floor and move my game around or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. An environment suitable for learning. <laughs> You sound like you're fucking 90 years old. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Haven't you learned this oh from my me? God. I'm a 90-year-old trapped in a 29-year-old's body. And there'll be no distractions. Except I don't want I'm, any posters on the wall. <laughs> I have like a 90-year-old with like the... I'm a night owl. I used to be like, a, oh, it's 9 o'clock. It's way past my bedtime. But now I'm like, oh, it's midnight. <laughs> Time for bed. Yeah, in the meantime, I'm like, okay, well, it's 9.30. I'm going to start calling it a night. Whatever. 90% of the time you're like, so I'm ready for another drink. <laughs> it's because I know you're nowhere near going to bed. And 
you've outlawed me going to bed without you. So I'm like, if I'm going to have to stay up, I might as well have another drink. You have, if you would express that you're tired, then I would be more inclined to being like, oh, okay, we don't have to stay up. But when you're like, do you want another drink? I'm like, he wants to stay up, so we might as well drink. (laughs) Okay. Well, baby, I think we have unsuccessfully unsuccessfully answered this question. (laughs) This is what happens when we record a day late. We're all all discombobulated and all over the place. Um, so yeah, if you guys have opinions after listening to this, um, email us at this is marriage podcast at gmail.com. We have our Facebook page. You could go to, we have actually two Facebook pages. We have the community page, which is the, this is marriage support group. And then we just have a regular, like this is marriage podcast page. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Tell us what you think. If we're totally like wrong, um, you know, we'd love to to hear from you guys. We're just kind of figuring this out little by little as we go along. So you know, it's not like we have all all the answers or know everything. Yeah, ask us again in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how how good I am at sticking to. Yeah, my guns. Yeah, episode like fifty six. We might be like. Well, Wild was on his iPad for six hours today. Yeah. I I will say this, though, and I don't imagine this changing in the foreseeable future. I I can tell you I am 100% against getting him, like, a Samsung tablet or an iPad. Like, if he's going to have any type of tablet, it's going to be a learning tablet, like the VTech little kid tablet where he can play the whatever games we download. I don't even know how those ones work, but I don't want to pay a thousand dollars for him to have an iPad just to play games on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well that's, that'll be a conversation for another day. You don't agree with me? Not a hundred percent. Well, so we're just going to end on that. then. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were supposed to make this quick so we could get to our teen mom. Well, I think that if we're going to buy a tablet, we might as well get something that has some longevity into it and will last a while. And if I think with some of the ones, because like I remember we bought Ellie, my dad bought Ellie like this leapfrog, um, like laptop, play laptop. And she outgrew it so quickly, you know, and, 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 and a Kindle is great. Like a Kindle is one of those where it's not like an iPad, but still can do those things. So I think a Kindle fire or whatever is, a good happy medium between what you and I are talking about, but I don't want to buy something and have it be strictly one thing and can't have movies or can't have these other things on it. And then they outgrow and then you're having to go and then buy something else anyway. So I think it would be better. Like you have your iPad, you know, in in four years or whenever we decide to do it, you upgrade and he inherits yours, but just stripped down. Okay. Because so you, then it can grow with him and he can well, do that, other things with it as he gets older and, and it's not limited to this. That makes sense. I was mostly saying, I'm not going to be like, Mommy, I want an iPad. Okay, let's go to the Apple store and oh, buy you one. No, fuck that noise. No. Like, they they drop it and they beat it up. Ellie's, when Ellie got her iPad from me, it was second or third hand. Yeah. And it was already pretty beat up and it was not brand new at all. And even the one she got from her mom was she inherited from when her mom upgraded. Yeah. And even in that so case So she's never had a brand new iPad. Even in that case, 
it would not be here it is do with it as you wish it would still be this stays in our possession you can have it during your tablet time yeah but even though comcast and not that this is a plug for comcast but you can put time limits on your wi-fi devices and so it kicks people off the wi-fi after a certain amount of time yeah i mean you can still fuck around with an ipad if you don't have wi-fi yeah but yeah i'm just not okay with giving my child a however many hundreds of dollars no i totally agree and then just letting them do with it as they wish because they don't give a shit about it absolutely not no i've never been i don't even think ellie knows where her ipads are I know. Well, I don't. I can't speak to that. I don't know. Because I'm saying, like, I, she I think doesn't, they both ended up at her mom's house. So, but I'm saying, like, kids don't. No, they don't take care, care about shit. what shit costs or no. how much things are. I just no. said that in two ways because I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. Well, we need to make another drink, and we need to go watch some Teen Mom. I don't know why I get so excited for this shit. It's a train wreck. <laughs> I just. That's I why don't, it's so great. I don't have a man card left. And so it doesn't like affect me anymore. Back in the day when I used to have some like self respect. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Mm. On that note. On that note. All right, guys. This has been another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. Thank you for sticking with us so long. Please hit us up if you have questions or comments. And don't forget to leave us a review. Leave us a review, please. God. Please. Um, Share with a friend. Tell one friend. Pick one person in your life to say, hey, guys, I care about you. <laughs> I want you to listen to this podcast. Oh, hey, I have to make it's a... It's change the world. You got a thing? I got to make a, a shout out. Oh, all right. Um, To our friend Hannah. Oh. Oh, yeah. She voted for us. Yeah. So uh, if you guys are into looking to get fit, healthy, <laughs> sexy. Not Not, not us. <laughs> Hey, I think about it every single day. I don't act on it, but I think about it. But yeah, I think about it too as I'm having my second bowl of cereal. But you should, you should hit up our friend at Health by Hannah. She'll, yeah, she'll rock your socks off. And then also, if you are so inclined, <laughs> she went and voted for us for the Salt Lake Weekly Best of Utah Best of Utah Best Podcast. Probably like our one, one vote. vote. But I, the I City Weekly are probably like, who the fuck are these yeah. guys? <laughs> but I was blown away. So thank you, Hannah. That was very, very thoughtful. Um, so if you guys are bored and want to vote for us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I voted for us. <laughs> I didn't I didn't vote. Well, um, yeah, I didn't either. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. That's well, it. guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. So As long. always, we are... Very well. Oh, now you've got a goodbye song. We've come full circle. Okay. We love you. As always, we are extremely grateful for the time you... Shut up. I'm trying to say goodbye. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. This is Marriage. Podcast. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.